0: man, coming with us. Oh, Mr. Miyagi, thank you. No, not you yourself. Thank you. Hope you don't get the airsick.
1: What do you mean airsick? What's sick? Welcome to Karate Kid Two Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part Two two airsick minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm hey,
0: Matt. What's uh, what's airsick? <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, the etymology, uh, eris, of course, is Greek for... No, uh, (laughs) we won't be getting into that. Um, But uh, welcome back, Derek.
0: (laughs) I really have always... So for some reason, I think I said this the last time I was on, like, for the first film, the last batch of episodes you you asked me to be on for, I remember two a whole lot more than one, and I guess it's just my writer head going... To me, it would have been a whole lot... Funnier if he goes, What's air sick? Smash cut to him leaned over with a bag. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
1: that would be amazing. Uh, today we are talking about minutes 22 to 24 of the Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Miyagi and Daniel, gonna fly now, wink, wink, and end with uh, Miyagi trying to sleep. Uh, so we left off on Wednesday with Miyagi trying to get on the plane to Japan. And Daniel pleading with him to let him go. And Miyagi's just not sold yet. Uh, especially since, uh, Daniel has used all his college savings to buy this ticket. And I don't know, maybe did Miyagi think he was going to be able to get a refund on this ticket.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a guilt thing at this point. It was like, now, got, now you gotta go, I guess. I like, yeah. yeah. Force my hand kid. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Daniel, uh, uh, makes one last dis- ditch effort and shows him that he's carrying a big book all about Okinawa uh, oh, with his suitcase.
0: That did it. That was the clincher. <laughs> you see that smile come over his face. He's like, "All right, you can go."
1: Oh when Miyagi says, "Never knew you study that," uh, and this, yeah, totally charmed, you know. And it, it's it it you know, uh, Daniel of course gives like. Uh, really like a Miyagi answer where he's like, I just started, you know, like the deadpan <laughs> retort, you know, it, it's almost like, did he just, did he pick that up in the gift shop? Not
0: <laughs> in duty-free shop, but, but regardless, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I made an effort. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, So I did look up the book. It is real. Uh, It is Okinawa, the history of an Island people by George H. Kerr. And it was written in 1958 and it goes for about eighty dollars on Amazon, and you're Jeffrey buy Bezos. One,
2: or you already did I'm gonna get one <laughs> of that, aren't you?
1: there's a fifteen dollar Kindle version that I was really tempted, but then I saw reviews that people said that the the conversion to to digital like it, the 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 words are all misprinted, like so many words are misprinted, so it's What's
0: the point of having it in digital though you gotta have the actual thing he was holding though you gotta have you know need that prop, Robin. You gotta have that prop, Robin.
1: I know. Well, you know, if anybody wants to send it to me, uh, <laughs> I'd be happy to have my own copy of the Okinawa book. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> like I'd read it, you know? <laughs> Is that the same book that shows up in Cobra Kai? I, I, Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I believe so, yeah. A uh, little background on George Kerr, the author. He was a U.S. Di- diplomat who... <laughs> Uh, visited Okinawa in the 50s and was uh, commissioned by the military to write a history of the island. Uh, He first wrote the book Okinawa Kingdom and Province, and then he followed it up. This is the sequel, The History of An Island People. Uh, And according to some reviews, I read that this 542-page book uh, is highly readable and addictive.
2: Oh. I was going to ask like, how, how racist and inaccurate is it <laughs> being written in the fifties or whatever? I'm
0: very outdated. Is it?
1: Yeah. I, uh, the way I, I did read a lot of reviews for the book and it does seem like, like mm, the world war two stuff is a little <laughs> skipped over. <laughs> like, like it doesn't get as much of a deep
0: dive as the the real early stuff. Is that like at Uh, is that like at Dollywood where they have the, uh, um, Oh God, Robin! What did we go see? What did we What did we have dinner and watch a show at medieval times? Oh Is yeah, Dollywood when they have the Civil War one and they refer to it as our friendly r- rivalry with the North. <laughs> <laughs> revisionist history there.
1: Oh boy! Um, now I want Daniel and Miyagi to go to Dollywood and have to see a movie about that.
0: <laughs> That's actually one of the cartoon episodes.
1: <laughs> oh God, if only that were true that that i mean it it's if you actually said said that i would I would completely believe you like in all seriousness uh that does sound like an episode of that cartoon. It's
0: not not one of those episodes <laughs>
1: uh I have the shooting script uh, and this book doesn't show up in it uh originally Daniel's supposed to bring uh a japanese english uh translation dictionary. And is, like, working on some easy phrases on the plane ride rather than digging into, you know, fun facts about Okinawa. <laughs> Okinawa. Um, we also see uh, Daniel's ticket in the book, and it looks like they're they're flying on Northwest Orient. And uh, this was the name of Northwest Airlines until 86, when they dropped the Orient uh, from their Don't title. Probably good. Probably yeah.
0: good thing. <laughs> good
1: call. <laughs> so yeah, this is when the flight attendant tries to shoo Daniel away, but yeah, Miyagi is all won over by this and like all the the effort that this kid put into, uh, you know, being there for his friend in the past like you know 12, 12, 12, 16 hours. <laughs> so.
0: Times is have it, changed. I mean, I uh, you know it wasn't too long ago my daughter and I flew and they thought I. Probably had kidnapped her because they like <laughs> and they had to you know go through the whole like fingerprint thing and everything. Oh, it's just a random check, but me, this guy, Daniel, go get on the plane. Y'all are fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my... it's probably a better use of his time if he had brought the English to Japanese uh, translation book rather than than this little trivia book, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. You know, Daniel knowing some of the language might have been better than him like walking around going, "This has been around here since the 15th century. I know this." Yeah.
0: <laughs> just flipping through it in the back seat of the car, like uh, I'm hip to what's going on now. Now. Yeah. I... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I love the look on the flight attendant's face when uh, Miyagi says, "Young man, coming with us," and like he Miyagi kind of just tosses the ticket over his shoulder to her without looking at it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, imagine she's thinking, like, how did this guy get a plane ticket this fast? And he also has a seat right next to this old guy. Like, he's good. <laughs> how did he game this system? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a couple of different versions of this uh, that were previously going to happen. In the, in the shooting script, they they did change this whole thing. In, in the shooting script, he, Daniel actually gives Miyagi a ride to the airport in the old... Uh, Uh, yellow super deluxe, the broken down yellow super deluxe. Uh, And Miyagi discovers that he's going with him only when Daniel parks in the long-term parking. (laughs) He's like, Hey, wait. Um, But in the first draft that we've been going through, uh, Daniel is living with Miyagi at this point because uh, his mother has gone away and he's living with him. Um, and uh, so if if that was the case, he'd have to come with him, wouldn't he? <laughs> right. Well, he says, "Well, I gotta go." You know, when he finds out about, it, he's like, "I gotta go pack." You know, since you're leaving, I'm gonna have to go to Chicago in the, in the first draft. I'm uh-huh. gonna have to go to Chicago with my mom. But Miyagi's like, "You should pack, so you don't wear the same clothes every day in Okinawa." And uh, and then all of a sudden, Daniel gets super excited and starts like, getting, you know, really. Pu- Hyped up about this, and then he kind of stops himself, like, "Oh, uh, sorry, I don't mean (laughs) so excited uh, about the circumstance." Like, um, he, oh yeah, he goes, uh, "I wish we were going for another reason." And Miyagi says, "I do too." (laughs) So, um, so yeah, but in our in our movie, Daniel is happy, and they exchange thanks and bows. It's very sweet. And then they have the, I love this classic. I mean, you referenced it at the beginning of the episode, uh, the 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 classic kind of back and forth between Daniel, where it's just like, hope you don't get airsick. What? What's airsick? What? <laughs> Parse it I, out, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, apparently Daniel's never flown before. I mean, I can buy that, but never hearing about airsick? I mean, has he seen air? He's had to have seen Airplane. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> He wasn't old
1: enough <laughs> uh, and yeah, I looked it up and this flight this flight from l a to uh it's probably to Tokyo and then over to then another short flight to Okinawa um, is about uh, nine to twelve hours according to the
0: internet uh,
1: another thing I found out on internet on <laughs> on oh, internet
0: take, take a look at banner, Michael.
1: there's an article on thrillist.com that ways flying was totally different in the 80s Uh, so number one you could smoke
0: (laughs) oh yeah
1: and uh it 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 also kind of referenced the whole idea of non-smoking sections and how that was just a complete total joke that smokers somehow pulled over uh (laughs) you know non-smokers uh, even in restaurants, you're like, "Yeah, I'm sitting in a non-smoking." It's like smoke travels. I <laughs> don't understand. Um, also, if you wanted some sort of like entertainment, you'd have to like remember your Walkman or maybe listen to the in-flight radio, which I guess is back then was like uh, the same 14 adult co- contemporary songs over and over again, hosted by John Tesh. <laughs> oh
0: no! It's just Peter's <laughs> Sarah over and over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, back then you also had to uh, a lot of people used use travel agents more and they didn't have the internet or you like you had to call the airline to buy a ticket from them uh, you could show up 20 minutes before takeoff and get right on <laughs> uh, people could people uh, whether they're picking up picking you up or seeing you off they can go right to the gate can't do that anymore um, also on the list is uh, bags uh, many, many times bags are checked for free. Uh, sometimes they're limited to two, but sometimes it's like unlimited. <laughs> so, whereas like in today's day, it's just like you're just trying to cram as much as you can into those carry-ons. <laughs>
2: and you uh, probably had way more leg room back then. Yeah.
1: Uh, no automated check-in. You had to like go to the desk agent and wait for them to type 100 things into a computer <laughs> to to check you in. Uh, you, oh, uh, you need printed tickets to board your flight if you forgot them. Tough, tough luck. Sorry, <laughs> they didn't uh, also, have a record on their end. I don't know, I guess not. I don't know, according to thrillist.com. Uh, uh, also, yeah, you could bring whatever you wanted on the plane, you big suitcase of knives, you know, any sort of like uh, explosive <laughs> materials, exotic bees. Yeah.
2: yep, yep. <laughs> why not uh,
1: so now we go on to later and uh, the, the plane has taken off and Miyagi's trying his best to catch a few Z's but Daniel keeps reading facts from his new book he's like hey Mr. Miyagi you, you ever been inside a Turkish prison before <laughs> <laughs> no he didn't actually say that that was a joke nobody laughed romantic. Um, <laughs> okay <laughs> What's Daniel wearing around his collar, by the way? I don't know if you guys have the image on the screen.
0: It's a traditional Okinawa um, bag. <laughs> the so the thing it just, sticking out from under his collars.
1: Yeah. The headphones or something? I think that they look like headphones, but
0: he doesn't have them in the previous scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I went back and forth, and I just did not. If those are like a a set of like in flight headphones, they're really they don't look very comfortable. They well, don't it look like
0: there's any expensive for what we're used to from.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know. Did you not look up air, <laughs> airport uh, airline headphones,
1: 1985?
0: No. Well, What are you doing?
1: <laughs> I failed the entire
0: audience. <laughs> that doesn't look like anything. I guess in flight would be the. Oh, oh, no. Hold on now. Vintage avid American. West Airlines passenger headphones. These are red. Hmm. Where is this from doesn't say. Hmm. You it research.
1: could be from anywhere.
0: It could be anytime. <laughs> I'm not seeing any that look uh, reddish other than those, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just assuming they're headphones, but I wasn't sure if you guys had any other ideas. Um. So, yeah, the actual facts. The first thing he says is the biggest air base in the Pacific is in Okinawa and uh this is true i looked it up and we'll be rolling through what they say is uh kadena kadina airbase uh often referred to as the keystone of the pacific and uh i stopped myself from getting into too many more fun facts cuz i'd be eating those minutes lunch so <laughs> we'll wait for that for that all that fun information <laughs> Uh, next, Daniel asks the name of Miyaki's village, and he says uh, Tomi Village. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the name Tomi or Tommy and how it's spelled has been corrupted by an evil Karen-esque uh, right-wing commentator that got her a start shooting youtube videos in her car and uh is is pretty much the devil. Uh so uh, th- that's the only thing that seems to come up when you type in <laughs> Tomi Village. But I mean uh I did I did look up like Okinawa, Tomy Village and yeah I'm I'm sorry Matt that that village does not exist at all. <laughs> like at all. That that place doesn't exist at all. The, the, there is no Tommy Village.
0: I think it's a Starbucks now.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tomi village green as well <laughs> Did you finished. look up Naha Or was that the yeah. place that was closest to it Yeah he says uh, Dana says I can't find it and, and Miyagi says find Naha And Daniel's like yeah And Miyagi says go south along the sea Find Tomi village And Daniel says I keep running into the airbase And so I tried Finding out where Tomi village Might be by Mr. Miyagi's Instructions Unfortunately, there is a lot of island that goes south along the sea from Naha. And Daniel makes it hard because he says he keeps running into the airbase. The airbase is north of Naha.
2: <laughs> so the airbase is also fake. Well, so... no,
1: the airbase is very real. <laughs> no, I
2: mean, that specific oh. one. Oh. If it's in the wrong place. It's not the same airbase. Bla- air
0: hmm.
2: What are you saying, Derek?
0: I just was looking up Tomi and was a village located in... Was a village located in Japan, but not to be confused with the fictional Tomy. right? Nineteen eighty-six U.S. motion picture The Karate Kid Part Two.
2: <laughs> yep. As two thousand
0: three, though the village had an estimated population of eight hundred and seventeen people. So. Mm. Uh.
1: So yeah, maybe Daniel's holding the book upside down at this point, and that's why Miyagi's like, "You should get some sleep because <laughs> you're not looking at that book correctly." Um, and also, uh, I mean, there's a little bit of, uh, confusion later on when they're in the, in the text cab and, uh, um, they're looking for it and they go through Kadena Airbase. Um, but at this point, like watching in the movie, I really thought that Miyagi and Daniel were going to get there and Tommy village was going to be completely gone. And Miyagi didn't even know that you know, like the air base got built over it or something like well, that. Well, It has been wiped off the map. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's
0: a radio shack now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Daniel makes a bookmark with the books jacket, puts it away. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, if he's read that thing from the, the front, all the way to where he's, he left off, uh, you know, he has read a lot on that flight, but I don't know, maybe he's kind of skimming. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Daniel turns out his light and fluffs his pillow and I don't know, I've been on a few long flights and I'm always annoyed by people like keeping their lights on while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> it's just very annoying. I'm a pretty know. good sleeper. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. I'm very light sleeper. It's hard. I mean, also just the idea of trying to fall asleep, sitting up and, and the, the, the seats go back a little, but they don't go back enough for like you're stretched out you're you're just slightly at an incline always find it hard to fall asleep on flights um but yeah then chatterbox daniel is not ready to sleep and he starts asking him about uh sato um being as good as (laughs) was sorry let me try to read it like he says it um was sato as good at you good as you in karate (laughs) and yeah he says have same teacher The reason why I had to read that line out is because Daniel is now saying kalate instead of karate. (laughs) What? Yeah, he's saying it like, you know, Miyagi says it. He's saying it with that accent. Kalate, though? Uh, uh, Karate, karate. Like the, the, I'm sorry. Oh,
2: okay. okay.
1: i the rolling of the. the
2: Okay, you mean like Ross from Friends.
0: (laughs) I don't, don't get that reference. You wouldn't know that reference. Unagi. Oh, okay.
2: Well, uh, Ross from Friends uh, used to say like whenever any, he was in karate, and anyone who who said karate around him, he'd be like karate, you know, correcting them <laughs> to the correct pronunciation, which is correct. But just like if you say karaoke instead of
1: karaoke, you just sound like a douche. <laughs> I know, even though, exactly. even though you're right, right, and I mean maybe Ross. I mean, it's I mean, I don't watch the show, but I'm assuming that Ross saying anything makes him sound like a douche. Um, (laughs) But, you know, Um, but (laughs) Daniel is is now saying karate, uh, where I went back in the first movie. He's saying karate. He's saying karate all throughout that movie. He doesn't change is the way he says it. And uh, the funny thing is, in the third movie, he goes back to karate. So it's like once he's heading to Okinawa he's immediately like, like karate. Yeah,
0: once you, once you turn your back on Miyagi that you you give that up.
1: <laughs> right. Uh but yeah uh in Cobra Kai he does he he goes right back to saying karate. <laughs> so it's just interesting. And yeah, I I don't know. It's it, it definitely is like a weird thing where you're like you see like a you know, white man saying a word in the accent, and is that douchey or is it being respectful? You know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I dare you next time you go do karaoke to only refer to it as karaoke and see karaoke
1: <laughs> karaoke
2: and see how people react. <laughs> do a science <laughs> experiment. Sure.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. But do we have anything else for this uh the, this two minute block? No, nobody. Okay. Well. Nope. Uh, Derek, uh, unfortunately, it's time for us to take off. You're gonna have to wait back at the gate, uh, young man. So no, thank I'm you. Coming with you. Oh.
0: I'm coming with you.
1: I don't know. I'm not sold yet.
0: <laughs> I, I bought a ticket and everything. I I cleaned up my uh, my my old lady. Uh, my, my, my bank account. I cleaned up my bank account.
1: Uh, wait, that was for your college tuition.
0: What? No, I didn't kill her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't say, did you kill her? Wait a second. Well, before the police take you away, uh, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you on the internets?
0: No, because I haven't done anything wrong, so they
1: can't find me anywhere. <laughs> do you have a GoFundMe for your bail?
0: <laughs> Statute of limitations is up from 1985. <laughs> Uh yeah, as mentioned earlier in the week you can listen to Robin and I not only on Superman Lois T V Talk, we also do a fun little show every so often called Round Three, uh that you can find in your podcatcher. And then I also do uh with Brian Austin Green. That's with nine oh two one oh actor Brian Austin Green, his podcast. So those right. are the, those are the three places where I hide usually. Awesome. And definitely check
1: at least two of those out, everybody. Uh, and uh, just kidding. <laughs> check out all three. <laughs> well, I just because I'm associated with only two of those, so. Uh, I got well, it. Mm, all there right. Was- Did everybody-
0: Other ones too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, Matt. You got anything else? Uh,
2: check out hooplecast where we review every single HBO pilot. All right. Where are we at now? Uh. We so- just did oh i can't even remember they're blending together
1: <laughs> so much hbo let me see
2: uh we did philip marlowe recently <laughs> and oh, maximum wow. security no wait the second order this is the that wrong a- order this that is the wrong is, order, the the wrong order. <laughs> vinyl vinyl we
1: did recently uh yes i didn't i didn't watch that one yeah any any good i mean the production quality was good but <laughs> okay that seems to
2: be the case with a lot of these. I'm like, looks nice, sounds nice, well acted,
1: yeah. not <laughs> interested in the story. <laughs> not continuing on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, everybody, tune in next week when we finally get to meet the bad guys. And until next time.
0: Live or die, man.